Welcome to a special presentation of Sellout Crowd, Conversations with Coach. I'm Bob Stoops. I'm taking time to talk with my friends and colleagues in the sports world to get caught up and share some stories. But first, I want to say thanks to these sponsors, Rose Hill Builders, First Fidelity Bank, and Louie's Bar and Grill. Today, I'm joined by a great friend, Mark Mangino, uh, a.k.a. better known to all his buddies and, and, and close friends as Bear. Welcome, uh, Mark. Welcome to the show. Well, good. It's good to be with you, Bob. Anytime <laughs> that we can sit around and talk a little bit and have fun, I'm all for it. Well, let me tell you, we're going to get one thing straight right now. I haven't called you Mark since we got together at back at K-State. Your name <laughs> AKA Bear. So all Bear. all are good buddies. That goes all the way. That nickname Bear goes all the way back to Newcastle, right? That's right. And only my only my very good friends like you guys are allowed to call me that. Well, you show you showed up at Kansas State, I believe, in nineteen ninety one, right? That's I, correct. I had already been there a year or two, and uh you came in good buddies with John Latina, our old line coach at the time. And that's right, right away. I, I knew you as Bear. So, but uh, listen, let's let's brag on you a little bit here, Bear. You uh, came with me right in 90, 1999 from Kansas State with the group with uh, Mike Stoops and Brent Venables, of course. We started here. I got a new guest coming in a minute, Kale Gundy and the whole crew. But uh, 99 uh, through 2001, 2000 offensive coordinator, we win the national championship. Uh, I thought you were with me longer than that, it seems like. But I guess all those years at Kansas State together rolled into OU. And then you become the head coach from 2002 to 2090, uh, 2009 at, at KU. And 12-win uh, season in 2007, multiple uh, National Coach of the Year awards, Big 12 Coach of the Year. Let's, let's go back to uh, – uh, 19. Now uh, let's go back to our Kansas State days, Bear. Okay. Uh, what, what do you remember about uh, about that? Other than you and I getting in trouble for taking too long at lunch playing racquetball. <laughs> well, uh, we, we you know we worked really hard there, Bob. But we had fun. We had a good time. You know, we made our own fun. But I well, do remember the day that you and I <clears throat> we were playing racquetball lunchtime a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Snyder always had a one o'clock staff meeting to make sure everybody was back. And you came up with this brilliant idea that <laughs> on Tuesdays, he has his media luncheon. So there's no one o'clock meeting. We never have one. And I thought about it. I said, you're right. So we played an extra half hour racquetball. We come in the hall and everybody said, hey, where were you guys? We had a staff meeting. Said, Get out of here. Oh, you guys are in trouble, boy. Look how Coach Niner's going to be mad. So me and you are walking down the hall like two two lost puppies. And here Coach Niner down the hallway. And we said, oh, crap, here it comes. He hey. said, who won? Remember, he said, who won? <laughs> I said, uh, Bob, you keep working at it. Or something like that. <laughs> it I think I think he had a little spy out there. He knew we were gone too long, so he decided to have a meeting for a change. Hey, that's not a joke. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I remember too, you know, working on uh, on uh, Memorial Day. One time uh -huh. he had us in there all day uh, on Memorial Day. You were missing your your family picnic, 
and you were <laughs> you were steamed up when we were leaving about five six o'clock. And I said, "Hey, Bear," I said, "He already got your afternoon. Don't let him get your evening. Yeah. Don't <laughs> let him get you twice." That's the truth. But we were that day. I pull up in the driveway, and my kids are sitting on the front porch, like, "Where you been?" So I've been working. Nobody works on Memorial Day. Well, Kansas State does. <laughs> well, listen, you know we we love Coach Snyder. We had we had a great yeah. time there. Had a lot of success, and you know, and he's responsible for for a lot of our success, right? No question, no doubt about it. Yeah, I had a chance to see him a few weeks ago. Yeah, good. How's how's he doing? I haven't seen him in a while. Good and everything, you know. And I hadn't seen him for a while, so. I said, you know, Coach Snyder, I said, last year, I said, I had this big, uh, uh, what do you call it, the storage locker down in Florida. And I had everything in there from every year I coached, everywhere I coached. I said, well, I was just wasting money. So my wife and I, we went through everything that we'd like to keep, which was about maybe 5% of it. The rest, I got a truck coming in with a shredder. <laughs> So the guy shreds like 14 barrels of documents. And the guy looked at me and said, how long did you coach? I said, about 34 years. He said, would you spend all 30 of them at, Can uh, 30 of them at Kansas State? <laughs> bags of notes and boxes of notes. So I told Coach Snyder that. He got a kick out of it. He was real proud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, listen, Coach never made any bones about how hard we worked, how hard he worked in it. Hey, and it, you know, it was successful. So uh, no no reason to change it. But now right. you guys all come with me from Kansas State in 99. And I got a special guest I want to bring in. We got K Kale Gundy with me, Bear. Say hi to oh. Kale real quick here. <laughs> you look up here. My man. man, Kale, look at him. How you doing, How brother? How you doing, buddy? Man, I am I'm doing great. I Coach told me that he, he was going to get you on the podcast. I said, Coach, is there any way I can get down there? I just want to see, see my best friend in the world. Yeah, my man, Kel, boy. We had, hey, Kel, we had a lot of fun there at uh, OU with Bobby, didn't we? There, there, there's, a not, there's not enough, uh, not enough uh, electricity or batteries in, in this uh, camera to tell the stories that we went through and uh, had a great time. Uh, well, we're, we're going to tell a few of them. So yeah. how, about, how about all of us got together? Right away when we're there in 99 in December, recruiting, you know, none of our wives have shown up yet. We're, we're, we're holed up in the, the Marriott, yeah, what was it called? The Residence Inn. The Residence Inn. And every night after we were finished, we'd all join up in your room, Bear. And, I remember. Uh, talk about those times. And it's okay. We're, we're all done coaching. Who, who we would can't have, get now. Who, who would ever <laughs> thought Kale and I would be media moguls, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we can't get fired now. We can say what we want. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we were times. I don't know how it ever ended up that my room ended up being the staff headquarters at the <laughs> hotel. So we would join up. Fun. We had we uh, we had beer if we wanted it. We had cigars. We had uh, we we had leech. You wouldn't leave the room. <laughs> It, it would leave till two o'clock in the morning. We'd all leave, and Leach would be on the edge of your bed watching Howard Stern. Well, first of all, we were all younger then, so we could stay up at to two in the morning and still go kick butt at work tomorrow the next day. Yeah, right? But that's but, right. We were young, man. We we well, had a lot of energy in those days. <laughs> we would leave your room, like I said. We'd smoke a cigar. We'd be 
handing the phone around, whether recruits or whoever we're talking to. And then we'd all little by little filter out one thirty-two in the morning. But who was always still there at the end? <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to sleep. It's like one, two, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. Leach is sitting there watching those recap reruns of Howard Stern. <laughs> and he's giggling and laughing. You know, he loved Howard Stern, man. He just, he wouldn't go to bed until he watched them. And they didn't end till four o'clock in the morning. Well, so God, what I said to Mike, I said, Mike, uh, I don't mind you being here or anything. I said, but you're sitting on my bed. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> he said, oh, okay. He said, I'll sit in the chair. <laughs> so after about three or four nights, I said, hey, Mike, you know, uh, you, know I, I, you know, I like you. You're a good guy and everything. I said, but you got a TV in your room. He said, yeah, but there's no beer in there. So the next day, I go get Maddie McMillan. I said, hey, Maddie, will you have somebody put a case of beer in leeches? You go over there and drink. So hey, the next talk. night, he's still there at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. I said, Mike, did they deliver beer to your room today? He said, yeah. He said, but they didn't put it in the refrigerator. It's warm. <laughs> so I think he just liked the company, Bear. Yeah. He asked me, he said, Am, am I infringing upon you? And I said, oh, no, Mike, I hardly knew the guy. You know, you couldn't help but like him. You know, he'd just sit there and go, hoo, 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 and shoot tobacco and watch Howard Stern. I'm going to have Kale tell the story because he was in the staff meeting. Only only argument you and Mike ever had early on when yeah. you were talking about trying to implement a few different run plays and uh, – the interaction between the two of you, and then and then me having to get in the middle of it. <laughs> so the so we it was our first offensive staff meeting. Before that, the first staff meeting, I can remember Mike Leach walking down the the hallway with two small styrofoam cups full of coffee, and his hands were shaking, and coffee was just pouring over his hand. The steam. Anyways, the defense left, and we we got in the room and started talking offense and philosophy and. You know, we're all sitting around. Mike's sitting on the edge of one table. Bear, I think you're sitting down on the other edge. And you got yeah. me in there. You got big Jonathan Hayes. And then you got uh, Steve Spurrier Jr. in there. And uh, Jr. and I, you know, we're the young ones. And, and Mike goes through the philosophy of, of how we're going to practice and work and, and our offense and, and, and throwing the football. And, um, you know, he was like, okay, we're done. And Bear, and Bear, you're like, no, no, we're not done yet. We need to talk a little run game. And uh, Mike was like, well, no, no, we don't really need to talk much run game, Bear. He goes, I don't know if we're going to do much of that. And, of course, you know, your background and great history of running the football and, and implementing that style of offense for us. And uh, by, by that time, I'm starting to look across the table at, big, uh, at, at Jonathan Hayes and then Steve Spurrier. And Junior's got that big old smile on his face. You know, he's, he's starting to giggle a little bit. And you're down there. You're getting about as red as you could get. And Mike Leach is just sitting down here just as calm as, as, as anything. And um, anyways, I, I think maybe you kind of got up and made your way down at the end of the table, and you had big Jonathan Hayes blocking you like a big old tackle trying to block, protect the quarterback. Man. Huh? How, how was I going to get around Jonathan's wingspan? No, you, you wouldn't. Jonathan put one hand on each wall, I think. And uh, and anyways, you guys had to go back in and have a visit with Bob uh, about uh, just kind of what we're going to hey. do and move it forward. Hey, you got you know, Bear, I was sitting in there. I'm like, what in the heck is going on in there? The, the offensive staff room wasn't but five yards from me from my office. I'm like, 
I thought there was a fight going on Tor- in there. Tornado season. <laughs> hey, Bob, you know something? Let me tell you how that uh, debate started. I wanted to put the power play in. Leach said, no, we're not putting up. I said, oh, we have one running play inside zone and, and a draw. That's all we have. He said, that's all we need. So Mike knew I was getting pissed, so he was baiting me. I could tell he was baiting me and baiting me. So I just got pissed off and jumped up, and we started well, hollering each other. But the best one of all is, like, two, three years later, I'm watching Texas Tech on film. They're running the power. I called them up. I said, hey, Leach, what are you doing? He said, well, you know, he said, at that time, I didn't think it was a good idea. He said, but I do now. <laughs> but Mike and I, of course, we all – when Mike first came, we all couldn't figure him out. It took us a while. But yeah, boy, he ended up being a great guy and a great friend. And, right, you coach. know, really enjoyed talking to him and seeing him over the years. And I just I, I just feel awful that he passed. Well, uh, we all do. And, you know, we were all close with Mike. And uh, and even though you guys started off rough, I know you became yeah. really close uh, with one yeah, another. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. And God bless him. But came. Well, we move on a year. He gets the head coaching job, right, at Tech. 2000, you become the offensive coordinator. As soon as Mike left, we, you were elevated to the, to the offensive coordinator. And now you were able to put the power in or whatever you wanted to put in. <laughs> but, but and we still that. didn't put it in. <laughs> <laughs> but we end up going on, going undefeated, 2000. Talk about how special that was. Ah, uh, geez, that was, uh, you know – to have an opportunity to coach at a place like Oklahoma, you know, the mecca of college football, teams that we watched every year in bowl games at the or- in the Orange Bowl when we were kids uh, on uh, New, Year's, uh, New Year's Day. And then to be actually part of that tradition, just a small piece, was it was a real highlight for me in my life. And what was really good about it is that, you know, we – we had good guys. We had we had a good staff. You know, I know in our room, in the offensive room, you know, I could be stubborn about things and stuff. Uh, of, co- of course, everybody knows that. But also, because I was coaching the offensive line and calling plays, that was a challenging task. So I ran a democracy in that meeting room to a point. I made the final decisions, but, and every time we prepared, I wanted to hear what guys had to say. I'd go around the room and I'd say, all right, Chuck, what do you think? Cal, what do you think? Stevie, what do you think? Uh, Jonathan, what do you think? Sometimes they had great ideas. We used them were successful, helped us win and stuff. And, uh, you know, so that was a tough time. Chuck did a great job being my wingman because, you know, I remember one of the first things when Chuck and I went down to see Hal Mummy. We were, you know, trying to learn a little more about uh, their offense after Mike went to Tech. And he said to Chuck and I, he said, well, Chuck said, you look like you're giving up a lot of sacks, Coach. He said, ah, just 56. <laughs> Chuck said, just 56. He said, Bobbleson, me and him pack him. 56 sacks, we're going to be out of here. So it was things like that. And we said, you know, we just got to change some things and you know, Cal, uh, uh, you know, had a big part of the run game and, you know, and how we did things. And it, it was just a, I would say it was an ensemble effort. 
Right. But you yeah. couldn't do that if you weren't in a room with guys that everybody trusted each other. Even Chuck Long told me that a few weeks ago. He said that that offensive staff was good because everybody trusted each other and believed in each other. And we, that was that that added on to the great experience of being there. We we were we were like one big family. I mean, we were yeah. we were young. We had energy. I mean, we could like Coach said earlier, we could stay up late at night. But we worked hard. Our players knew that we were going to coach them hard, and they wanted us to coach them hard. Um, Bear, can you remember in 2000, and Bob, maybe you, I ask you, the, our, maybe our first team meeting before we started fall camp, and when Josh Hypo got up to the front of the room and he spoke and what he told everybody we were going to do that year. Yeah. He told everybody, we're going to win a national championship. We are, we are going to win a national championship. I can remember him going game by game. He mm-hmm. knew the schedule. And why can't we beat them? That's right. And then why can't we beat them? And then at the end, he said, he kept saying, why not us? You know, he kept, and I, right. I thought it was a staff. We always did a good job. And I intentionally kept putting forth in front of our players and staff, the championship teams, the great Hall of Fame players, and kept saying, this is what we are to be. This is who. Oklahoma is, and we're going to do everything we can to be this. And sure enough, Josh, at the end of cocking through every game, said, why not us? That's right. And, and those guys took right. an attitude of, of it's going to be us. Yeah, that, that team, remarkably, in a short period of time, we'd only been there one year. 99% of the kids bought into what we were doing. Right. You know, they wanted the other ones that didn't they, you know, they went and played at another small college or something. But the, the culture and the the tightness of that team is is unbelievable. And we had people from all walks of life. And Cal, you were there before us. You know, we had four former walk-ons start for us all year and play in the national championship game. Right. One of them was captain of the team. Sure, we had great. We had the Josh Heupels, the Roy Williams, the Rocky Campuses. You know, the Quentin Griffin, you know, I don't want to miss anybody, but my point is we had blue-collar guys out there playing. And they they were tired of getting kicked around and decided they were going to accept us and we were were going to start winning, and and we did. It it was the perfect recipe. It's like the perfect recipe for the cake. It's the right chemistry, and it was across the board with our players, our coaches, uh, the administration, I mean, everybody in our office, everybody had yeah. one goal. And, and, but I just, I keep, I keep going back to Josh Hypo in those meetings right. and, and saying, why not us? And I, I think it just really hit everybody in the face. Like, why not us? I mean, right. we, we can do this. I agree. I agree. And he, he provided great leadership for that team. No question about it. And Barrett, now you, you know, we, of course, you're you're with us another year in, in in 2001. You become the head coach at Kansas in 2002. You've got that really special year in 2007 where you you win 12 games. You you win the Orange Bowl and uh, really special. Talk talk about I'm sure what you walked in in 2002 to to the change in 2007. Well, you know. It, Anytime you go somewhere, and, and we experienced that at Oklahoma and, and other places, when you go somewhere and things are in disarray and the kids are doing what they want to do, and you know, it, you, you start from ground up. You go in like a doctor and you try to find out where the ills are, what's causing this, and then you try to identify a treatment to get it better, you know. 
And it, it, it was kind of wild. Uh, it was so bad. The first winter workout we had, uh, we were just stretching, and probably 25 guys went and throw up in the trash can. We're just warming up. By the that's end of the like day, four guys were on the sideline, and they were doing the drills. Hey, Barry, that's kind of that's kind of like in '99 when we all yeah. showed up at OU, right? Yeah, that's right. You, hey, Bob, that was bad. Th th this was worse. <laughs> well, <laughs> I remember now. Everybody was telling me about this Roy Williams. You know, he's super. You remember me having his head was the, leaning over a barrel that first day too. <laughs> you you remember me giving the staff a pep talk after that workout? <laughs> yeah, don't get discouraged. You said, <laughs> but go ahead about KU. Yeah. You know, Bobby, I don't know if you remember or not. We we're, our first workout, Cal, was six a.m. Mm -hmm. All these guys, there's like thirteen guys finished. I went up to my office now. It's about 7.15, 7.30 in the morning. I called Bobby. I said, hey, Bob, you ain't going to believe what happened today. He said, oh, yeah, it was your first day of winter workouts. I know what it was. I said, did you hire anybody at my job yet? I want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, give me a pep talk like you did years before. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, the strength coach, I mean, the equipment guy, been there 27 years, he said, this is the worst first day in history. <laughs> so like Bobby, everybody went to breakfast, went upstairs, had to get, even though I was disturbed, I had to give our staff a pep talk. Now, it's going to get better. We're going to get better now. We got to work these guys. Is it? And them guys are all sitting there looking at me like, hey, I hope he's right. Hey, Bear. <laughs> and even as a head coach, I've sat in my car and given my own self a pep talk before I walked <laughs> in the office, right? I know you have. <laughs> Put on a happy face. <laughs> Walk by, Bob sitting in the car. Guys, Bob's down there talking to himself in, in, in the car. What? Get himself pumped up for the staff meeting. As as a head coach, you got to project confidence, right? Oh yeah, you do. Hey, listen, Bob. We go we go back to K State UC all the time. You know, we we get our ass kicked in a game, and everybody's getting on the bus, hang dog, and everything. And Bob slapping guys on the leg and laughing and joking and stuff. I look, I said, Bob, what are you doing? He said, hey, I'm not going to let them beat us twice. We got a game next week. He said, I'm getting ready for that one. <laughs> he never liked And that's what you got to do. You, Even when your guts are wrenching, you got to go out in front of your team and put this portrayal of strength and confidence. And I had to do a lot of that. You know, I thought about being an actor after coaching. I had to, I had to fake a lot of days. <laughs> hey, Bob, what about or uh, excuse me, or Bear? Uh, Two thousand seven. Uh, you're at KU on a great run, great season. Uh, again, you got a great leader, a quarterback of that that team, um, national coach of the year. Um, talk about that season and how special it was for you being the head coach for Kansas. And, and, and having a great season and being the national coach of the year? Well, it, it, it was certainly rewarding. You know, our coaches and our players and kids that didn't get to play in that game that laid the foundation earlier, uh, they, they got a great deal of pride about having done that. Uh, it was really, uh, we weren't as talented, but it was a kind of the culture that we had at OU. Uh, the kids liked each other. Uh, we had good peer leadership. Uh, you know, some guys, you know, just through development in the program, you know, the weight room and everything got better and better and better. 
And uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a good bunch of kids to coach, nice kids, uh, competitive as hell, a lot of tough kids. And then also, just like at Oklahoma, we had a handful of blue-collar overachievers that never let you down and played their tails off, loved their teammates. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It really was, you know. And uh, uh, I'm really thankful the kids and the coaches we had. I had a really good staff. And as I said before, we had some really good coaches. And, you know, the, I think the fan base of Kansas, we went 12-1-1 in Orange Bowl. I think they were in shock for a few months. It took them a while to recover. They didn't think we could do that. Then what I kept hearing for about, oh, at least six months, every, well, you didn't play Oklahoma and you didn't play Texas that year. You know, and you, I, everywhere I go, I get that. <laughs> so finally, I told somebody, I said, well, lucky them. Yeah, hell, you'd have been fourteen and one. <laughs> I love it, absolutely. That's that's great. Now, now, Bear, I know you're you're in. Uh, tell everyone you're in Newcastle now. Tell everyone like now that you're retired. What do you? What's your what's your uh, year look like? I know. Uh, and then <clears throat> go ahead, go from there. Just what you're doing now. Well, we're up at our home near our hometown of Newcastle, which uh, you guys know is right across the border from Youngstown. And now, while, while you're talking about that, have you gone over to Youngstown to Lake Club with my older brother, Ron, and run up my bill at the Lake Club lately at the Country Club? <laughs> uh, that'll be Tuesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. <laughs> we're going to try to round up at least 10 people, too, to, run, to bring that bill up. You know, Me I and Ronnie it. go use Bobby. Hey, we go over to the Lake Club. Bobby's a member. And his brother Ronnie and I, maybe a couple of our buddies and stuff, they'll go over and say, okay, what number is it? <laughs> number? Put it on Bob Stoops' tab. <laughs> he looks at I, me. I said, no, I'm not Bob Stoops. I said, but here's his brother right here. He'll vouch for me. Hey, I get those bills every now and then, and I know who's been out to Lake Club running my bill up. <laughs> And not only do we eat and drink, we smoke fine cigars, all all because of Bob's gratitude to his brother and his friends. Uh, now, and then, and then in the winter, you head down to Florida, right? Yeah, we we have a place. We've had it about though about fourteen years now in Naples. And as soon as Christmas is over, we'll head down to Naples, and you know we got a little routine we do there. Go for a walk every day. Uh, we either swim in our pool, sometimes we go to the club pool and, you know, just, you know, don't do a whole lot. I don't golf and I live on a golf course, but <laughs> I like to watch old guys cheat. From my <laughs> they cheat like they're teeing up the ball, kicking the ball with their foot. Uh, and we have friends there, you know, we may go boating once in a while. We'll go to the beach occasionally. So I'm looking forward to it because it's like 25 degrees here today. Yeah. So but, for Christmas come. but it's great for you and Mary Jane to be in Newcastle. You both are from there. You got all, all kind of family around, right? And yeah. uh, relatives and family. And, and I yeah. know, uh, and then you get out of there in the winter, but also you've got uh, children and grandchildren to go see, right? Oh yeah. They come and see us or we go see them. Of course, you know, my daughter, Samantha, lives up in the city, Oklahoma City, and uh, has three daughters, and they just absolutely love Oklahoma City. Yeah. They just, they enjoy it. And, of course, 
you know, I remember going down there in the 90s to recruit in Oklahoma City. And with that MAPS project and all the things they've done, boy, it's become a beautiful city. Really has. Really, we enjoy going there. But um, uh, her husband is the CEO of Prism Bank. They're building a brand new bank up there off of uh, 35, somewhere up near the Capitol, I believe. And right. Samantha actually works for Oklahoma State. She works for their foundation. She's in public relations for the foundation. So we she won't hold that against her. <laughs> no, no, hey. hey their, money spends, their money spends just like ours does. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I told her, I said, well, you know, Samantha, you know, we're Sooners. She said, I know, but you're not paying me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you guys know Tommy's coaching down at Lake Travis. Right. He has four little boys, and his place is wild when we get there. And uh, they got a big game coming up here uh, Saturday. They're going to play in the fourth round of the 6A playoffs against their cross-city rivals, uh, Westlake. So that's a big game in Central Texas. Oh, heck but yeah. But we're all doing well, and it's been fun. And, you know, I come up here, and, you know, there's high school coaches. Some guys played for me years ago. They asked me to go to a practice or draw something up on the board, things like that. I do it, but I'm just a spectator. Well, Bear, I just want to say uh, it was great to have a chance to get on and you know pass pass along hello and 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 the happy holidays to Mary Jane and and the family. And uh, you know, the more I sit here and think about what we went through and what we did, Coach, when you took the job in '99 and and assembled our staff and the guys that we've had and and the success that we've had since that time, we should honestly do a movie or somebody should do a series and put yeah. it on Netflix. And uh, I mean, that, I think that'd be, be good. It'd be really good. Hey, Bear, you know, back yeah. when you were with us, 99 through 2001, Drake and Isaac were only about two and three, four years old. Muggsy about- and Sluggo, as you called them. And how about Drake uh, just was named first team all Big 12 receiver? Boy, that's fantastic. How about that? My man Sluggo. Hey, I go over <laughs> the house, some guys were like one and a half, two years old. They got welts on their head, they're scratched. Bob, hey, they fight a lot. Hey, hey, I, Bear, I don't know if you are still here. Bob comes to work one day, and Bob's got this big old uh, shiner. shiner over his eye, and we're all sitting in the staff room, and, you know, everybody's kind of wondering where that shiner came from. Did some guy jump you at the at the gas station? Did Carol slap you or what? Bob tells how it happened. Oh, we were playing. We were out in the uh, yard playing basketball. I got my glasses on, and. Of course, Drake's all out of control, diving after a ball. I thought I had the ball, and he comes flying into me, <laughs> shatters my my glasses. I got I got like ten stitches across my eyebrow. <laughs> I'd have one of our neighborhood doctors who lived lived by us stitch me up, uh, you know. So anyway, uh, but I, you were always great to those guys, Muggsy and Sluggo, as you call them. Love Mackie, beautiful family, and Kel too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, let me say this, Bob. How about Drake is the epitome of the kind of guys we had in 2000. Right. 100%. Former walk-on, developed, worked hard, made himself the best receiver in the Big 12 from being a walk-on. That reminds me of the kids, some of those kids we had, like a Bubba Bertram and Corey yep. uh, uh, Heineke. 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 Yeah. Heineke catcher. Heineke. <laughs> I saw Corey Heineke for this game this past weekend for the first time in a couple years. 
He uh, looked great. Yeah. He, yeah. Hey, he was a tough dude, though. He was. And then how about Hatt Roger Steffen? He weighed about 190s out there playing linebacker. Chris Hammonds. Chris Hammonds as well. Yeah. Hambone. 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 Yeah. 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 Well, Those well, were the days. But that's what Drake reminds me of. Those kind of guys. And Absolutely. He did everything. Yeah. No, they were they're tough, play hard, you know, and uh, they, they, they like to struggle. So, uh, Barry, yep. you're, kind, you're kind to join us here today. Oh, We've, anytime. I'm, I'm hey, glad Kale was able to Gail. spend some time with us. Hey, before you go, Bob, I got one more story. I, well, I'm going to remember it. Remember the time we went down to Bell Glade to recruit a, a, a safety? Yep. And he, he was actually at Hutchinson Community College, I think. And we went down to Bell Glade. So Bobby, at the car rental, we land there. He gets us a red Mustang convertible. <laughs> so we're driving down. What's that road? 27 it come, it goes into the glades. So I'm driving, Bob. We got the hood down. You know, we're having a good time. <laughs> I said, Bobby, you know what? Something stinks around here. Bob, he sniffs. He says, ah, they're probably burning those sugar cane fields. So, okay. We're driving down the highway. Now, we're in the swamp, okay? We're, we're in, oh, we're in yeah. the Everglades. I said, Bob, that smell's getting worse. He said, well, what could it be? I said, I don't know. I said, maybe there's something wrong with the car. So I pull over. So we look at each other. Now, we're right on the edge of these high weeds where these gators lay around. So Bob said, well, Bear, get out and take a look. I said, you get out and look. He said, no, no. He said, you get out and look. I said, hey, Bob, I'm not getting out of this car. He said, I'm ordering you as the head coach to get out. I said, he said, or you're fired. I said, I quit. <laughs> We're in the middle of the highway arguing about it. So listen to this. I swing the, the door open, and I'm getting out. And when I swing the door over, Bobby leans over to look at the dashboard. I drove 20 miles with the emergency brake on. The thing was oh. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay attention to any of those lights, did you? No, I didn't. I dreamed it was a brand new car. What the hell? Bobby said, hey, there, what's that red light there? I said, well, it says emergency brake. He said, well, that's the problem. <laughs> no, I still didn't have to walk around the car in those bushes over there. I said, Bob, I'm not going. He said, yes, you are. I said, no, I'm not. He said, I'm the head coach. I said, I quit. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, All we right, had a good time, Bob. We always had fun. No, no doubt. We worked hard and competed, yep. but we 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 enjoyed the fight. No doubt about it. But uh, you're you're kind uh, to be with us, uh, Bear. You know that it's fun to reminisce, and the people enjoy hearing all our stories. So God bless you and uh, Mary Jane and the family, and uh, go uh, enjoy the cold weather for a while, and then down to Naples. It is right. It is. Hey. <laughs> You guys are welcome to visit now. I've been saying it for years. I'm coming. Kale, this I know week. you're making money in business and everything, but you need to take your <laughs> wife on a little vacation in Naples. Hey, I'm hey, hey, Bear, buy, uh, have a beer on me and put it on Bob's account next Tuesday. <laughs> We're going to rack it up hard next week, I'm telling you. I love it. All right, Bear, all the best, all buddy. Right, great seeing you guys, man. Bless you both. All right. Love buddy. you, Bear. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy.